0: had a goal over the weekend and my goal over the weekend was to try to find a way to recreate my favorite drink at Starbucks. Now I'm not doing this to rip off Starbucks. I'm not doing this for any, you know, malicious reason or, you know, whatever, but I have felt
1: if you do nail it though, the money savings will be good.
0: I think they will, but here's the thing. I go to work really in the middle of the night. I leave for work like 3:30 in the morning. There is not a Starbucks open. I know in some places in the world there are 24-hour Starbucks, not here. I throughout my pregnancy there was no Starbucks in cuz I work at the CNN center in Atlanta and there's a whole like food court of stuff, right? Also a Starbucks. When COVID started, that all went away. No businesses were open which meant no coffee and for whatever reason when I was pregnant, I was not I didn't have the craving for something that tasted like coffee. Enter in also that I don't like coffee. This is just a drink that I happen to like that has caffeine in it, but I don't like any of the Keurig stuff, whatever. So this weekend I did it and I nailed it. The in van- my opinion.
1: The vanilla sweet cream cold brew is what she's talking about. And I'm the same way. Like I don't like the taste of coffee. It's For me, it's just a, a vehicle to get caffeine into the body. Yes. I'm not a person who will ever after dinner's over, get a cup of coffee.
0: Me either. And I don't like drinking hot coffee because my teeth stain super easily. So I'd rather have iced coffee because then I can drink it with straw,
1: whatever. So And you're still, technically, you're still supporting Starbucks because you're buying their coffee at the grocery store or whatever. And then you doctor it up, like you have your own procedure or whatever.
0: Yeah, and it's, if you're someone that's on Weight Watchers, it's like two Weight Watchers points. So it's not, you know, crazy. And it's really good.
1: So are you going to share the recipe, or is it going to be like some trade secret? My trade secret.
0: No, I will be sharing it. I will put it in the Pick Me Up newsletter. So I'll make sure that I send that to Katie and that comes out today. Our Pick Me Up newsletter is sponsored by George's Own Credit Union. If you have not yet signed up, you can go to uh, callieandjeff.com and click on Pick Me Up to sign up. And also know that we're going to be including a keyword for the March of Appreciation in there. So you can go grab that keyword as well.
1: Something else that I'm going to include in the Pick Me Up newsletter, but I'll tell you about it right now because it involves teachers and teachers are some of our favorite people. George's own credit union has, uh, I, I, I don't know if it's called a billboard or whatever, but it's at the top of a of a tall building in downtown Atlanta, like mm-hmm. a light, like a light board.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. I see it every day when I go to work.
1: They are looking for nominations of awesome teachers to feature on that billboard.
0: Love it.
1: So you can go to their Instagram account and the, it's very easy to, to participate. I think you just post about your teacher and then use the hashtag they recommend, but their Instagram account is Georgia's own CU and I'll put it in the pick me up as well.
2: The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair.
0: If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My
1: name is Jeff Dollar and today I am grateful that I know how to use all of the equipment that we have to execute our podcast.
0: My name is Callie Dollar and I'm grateful for post-its.
1: I was so caught off guard by what you told me, Callie, on Friday. I mean, it I think you I think you knew that it rattled me.
0: I did, and then I felt really bad about it, and I didn't know it was going to rattle you or I wouldn't have said it so flippantly.
1: I think you just were making like kind of a half joke but Callie said that that I that she doesn't care for the pictures for most of the pictures that I share of Ellie now, what on I, Instagram. Now, what
0: I said was we were sitting at dinner and he was showing me the cutest picture of Ellie. And I said, oh, you should put that on your social media. I feel like you always choose the bad ones for your social. And that one is so cute. You've got to post that. And he, it was like, like the world stopped. And he turned around and he was like, what do you mean? I only posted bad ones. And immediately at that second, I was like, oh gosh, what have I done? What have I said? I wish I could put this toothpaste back in the tube.
1: Because I'm the guy, I post pictures of the dogs and and you and other people say things like, you should be a pet photographer. So I just assumed that my magical touch was also applying to Ellie.
0: You do take good pictures, but, and Ellie is (laughs) very cute. But on a S- L- Ellie scale, there are pictures that like I would frame in our house and there are pictures that I'm like, oh, yeah, she's cute. She's a baby. That's Ellie. And I just thought that a lot of the ones that you post are, oh, yeah, cute Ellie. Instead of I would frame that and put it in my house.
1: But how often does a frameable picture come up? Like a frameable picture is like like in baseball, that's like a grand slam. Like that's not um, something. I
0: don't know. I feel like I post mostly cute pictures of her.
1: So you think your pictures are better than mine? No,
0: I think I'm more selective. Hmm. I. It wasn't a bad. I, I feel bad that I. And I'm also going to say that I don't want anyone, you know, there's going to be someone I'm sure that's like, oh, my gosh, you are
1: you, you know, got, got to get out of your head with I am that. I'm so
0: in my head this week about that.
1: Kelly got one nasty message. No, no, no. no, no.
0: It was not one nasty message. No. I, don't wanna, I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to keep an- the idea going that I can't handle criticism because I think I've worked really hard on that this the past year. But there is a woman on Instagram that consistently sends me messages about how toxic I am to her, about my own mental health, and how I am harming myself and how much self-harm I do. And months ago, she said, I need to follow unfollow you because you're harming your mental health, To which I said, great. I would encourage you if I'm impacting, you know, I don't yeah. think that anybody should follow anyone. So wait,
1: hold on. Let me understand this. So you're harmful to her mental health? So you posting about what's authentic to you harms her? Yes. Is Which saying? is
0: fine to each their own. There have been people that I didn't think their content was good for me at that time. So I unfollowed them. It's not a big deal. I would encourage everyone to do that. But
1: Do you tell them? That's the thing that I don't understand about. Yeah, social- she
0: did tell me. She's like, I'm just. No,
1: but when you choose to unfollow someone.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. I don't. I don't tell them. I'm just like, ah, this isn't for me. And then that, I unfollow.
1: That's the thing that I don't understand about that just it's so funny to me about social media is it's the equivalent of like walking through the mall and seeing a store like a banana republic and thinking to yourself oh I don't care for their clothes I'm gonna keep walking versus going to the door of the store opening it and screaming your clothes are terrible and I'm never coming in here (laughs) And then you know what I mean? Right. Like, why are you doing like, just, well, walk, just a, walk by.
0: Right. And there's a couple of like, everybody's entitled to their own opinion and that's fine. And I have been giving people more benefit of the doubt because everyone has bad days and whatever. This is someone that has consistently sent me things, dogging my mental health, telling me that I impact hers and you know, that kind of stuff. So I, yeah. I don't understand it really. I don't, I think it's very dangerous to diagnose people online that you don't know. You know what I mean? Like I obviously work with a therapist and a very great psychiatrist. I don't need someone online that I've never met to say you have an eating disorder. You're obsessed. You know what I mean? I yeah. think that's so dangerous. I don't think we should do that to anybody. Cause I just don't, it's just not cool. And the thing that kills me is she doesn't even follow me. She unfollowed me months ago. So she came to my account, watched my videos and then sent me a nasty message. Right. And she doesn't follow me because I'm toxic. I'm like, girl, goodbye. Right. Bye. So I have been a little insecure about that this week because, you know, I don't, I don't know. I just, when it comes to Ellie I'm, I think I'm scared of being called a bad mom or.
1: But this has nothing to do with Ellie. This is you. Well, say, it could, make, make, but I could, fun, I could see myself
0: getting a message of like, oh, you don't think your daughter's cute or you care what images get put out of her or, you know, and it's not that serious, honestly.
1: Yeah. So, yes.
0: That was a really long tangent, but.
1: No, but I mean, I think it's, <laughs> but I think a lot of everybody has to deal with criticism Hmm. And having your guard up for being afraid of, of criticism. And it's just, I think you have to, I think it serves as a good reminder of. Measuring like where that.
0: I've really got.
1: Waiting we- the criticism that you're getting.
0: I have really got to dive into that because, you know, three years ago or maybe a little before that, I would have spent days crying over something like that. So I have gotten stronger and more, um, convicted with how I feel about myself and and secure, but I don't know. Sometimes every once in a while, something just rattles me. And that one really rattled me maybe because I'm so proud of myself right now that, you know what I mean? So I still have some work to do with figuring out why that continues to hold weight with me. Yeah. But maybe it's just because I'm human. I don't know. Anyways, that was a long thing. One of my girlfriends came to me for advice this weekend. And honestly, I'm not really sure how I feel about it because this is something that I definitely sit on the fence with, meaning I feel I have one leg on one side, one leg on the other. Here's what she says to me. She says, hey, my friend Lucy... I just found out that she is starting to hang around this girl, Rachel. Rachel.
1: Are is, these are these real names or made up names? No, they're names? fake names. Oh, okay.
0: Um, Rachel is someone that my girlfriend knows is kind of bad news, doesn't really have the same values as Lucy, doesn't, um, is kind of known for being a mean girl, whatever. My friend texts me and says, should I tell Lucy what she's getting into? Now, here's what I struggle with is my, my common sense brain says saying something only creates drama. So yep. just stay out of it. Let her figure it out on her own. That yep. This person is not a good friend or bad news or whatever. And hopefully she'll figure it out quickly.
1: Whatever. By the way, that was our dog. That was our dog. Coughing up a, <laughs> a furball or something in the middle of the story. So
0: the. Other part of me says, if I started hanging out with someone that was, you know, bad news, I would want my best friend to tell me like hey, that person's reputation not the Are, best. Then I can make a decision about how I move forward and maybe my guard is a little more up.
1: Is the person who called and asked you advice um is that person would they, they text th- maybe yeah. Or texted you and asked you advice, is that person like best friends with Lucy? You know, I
0: wouldn't say best friends, but I would say they talk every day.
1: My opinion is if it's a best friend situation. Spill the tea. Well, it's not spilling the tea. I think if it's a best friend situation, you can say something like, hey, just a heads up. This this person, I know you've been spending more and more time with with Rachel. And this has been my experience with her. So, or this has been, this is her reputation. But if it's not a best friend situation, I I would tell your friend to stay out of it. That's my opinion, but that's, I'm a dude. I know women relationships are more complicated. (sighs) Yeah, I. Now the question, here's a question for you. If you're Lucy, do you want to know? Yes. No matter
0: Yes, I would want to know. And I've had people say that's me before. I've had girlfriends that I really respect and admire let me know, like saw that I was friends with someone on Instagram and say, hey, just let you know, this has been my experience with that person. I just wanted to let you know. And it wasn't don't be friends. It wasn't whatever. But since that point, I have backed off a little bit just you know, I just haven't gotten super close to that person. Cause I'm like, you know what? My f- really, someone I really love and respect had a, a not great situation with them. So I'm going to keep that an arm's length friend.
1: God, it's really complicated being a woman, isn't it? I know, I
0: know. It is I know anyway. So if you have advice, call us 800-434-5454. When it comes to friendship, do you warn somebody else when they're getting involved with a new friend that might be not good for them.
1: I would like to give you permission to do what Crystal Saucer did uh, a couple weeks you ago.
0: Upside listeners, or you, me?
1: You, Callie. Crystal, this is very sad, uh, but Crystal's husband died very young, and she did not know anything about obituaries. And learn, and learn that they're basically, most of them are just templates mm-hmm. that the funeral home helps you put together. Yes. She's like, my husband was not a template man. So I'm going to write his obituary from scratch. And this is what it sounded like. And this is, should I need an obituary?
0: You would like me to use this.
1: Not this one. But I feel free this to. This format. Feel free to be creative. Okay. Eric Saucer, a.k.a. Superdad, just a rocking dude from Omaha, passed away peacefully in his sleep on Friday. His departure was just in time for him to make a spiritual appearance at every Red Sox spring training game. Eric is survived by his wife, Crystal, three children, and all of them will likely sleep in the same bed for many years to come. Sorry, Eric. He has preceded in death by billions, (laughs) including his dog, Harvey, who most of us love to hate. We're confident they're joyfully reconnecting right now. If you knew Eric, you knew you were loved, and there's a good chance that he told you that. Probably sober, possibly not. Eric loved, in this order, his smoking hot wife, his brilliant kids, his family, his friends, the Boston Red Sox, the Kansas City Chiefs, Note, he was a Chiefs fan before being a Chiefs fan was cool. The Huskers, Liverpool football, QT iced tea, Adidas sneakers, fishing, backpacking, hiking, hunting, and any old Chevy he saw on the side of the road. He hated sad stories, beats, romantic comedies, a snowpacked driveway, and turning off the garage light. That's it. Eric was content with everything else. Eric's cause of death was either leukemia or, most likely, just being dead sexy. Eric, we've always loved you, and we miss you already. A Celebration of Life will be held on Thursday, March 4th. Admission is free to all who attend this once-in-a-lifetime show for the greatest man on earth. Following the service, please jam out to Ozzy Osbourne, Ozzy Osbourne and raise a cold bush light in Celebration of Eric's Life. And in lieu of flowers, pray that the Huskers have a winning season. And send a donation donation to the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society in Eric's name. He would appreciate both. That's awesome. I know, I love that. So hopefully you won't need it for decades. But I hope so. in the in the event that, that you do, you have my permission to be creative.
0: We have a March of Appreciation word to give you today. The word is COACH, C-O-A-C-H. You want to text that to 800-434-5454 for your chance to win from our bank of prizes or $999.
1: And this is your reminder. If you haven't entered with every available code word, what can you do?
0: You can go back and listen to old shows, listen for the March of Appreciation keywords and text those in that will increase your chances to win.
1: Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience. That's exactly what they deliver. They've got a credit card consolidation loan that starts at 5.95% APR with auto pay and excellent credit and the rate is fixed. It will never go up over the life of the loan. We've all gotten burned by those credit card deals where it's 0% interest or a very low interest rate for a few months or a year, and you don't read the fine print when you sign up for it. You just say, oh, this is a great offer. Well, what ends up happening is they jack that rate up either after a year or if you miss a payment, you're late with the payment, something like that, your rate goes up. Not with our friends at Lightstream. Their rates will never go up over the life of the loan and there are no fees. You might even get your money the same day that you apply. Just for Upside listeners only, apply now to get a special interest rate discount and save even more. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash upside. L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash upside upside. Subject to credit approval rates range from 5.95% APR to 19.99% APR and include a 0.5% auto discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Go to lightstream.com slash upside for more information.
0: If you are trying to treat adult acne, reduce dark spots and improve your skin texture, listen up because I've got something awesome for you. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company for the people that are ready to take their skincare seriously. Prescription acne treatment really works, but it can be hard to get right. And I am proof of this. I have some brown spots on my face that I know that can be treated with prescription medication because I've done it before. I need to start doing it again, but it keeps falling to the bottom of my to-do list. The other night I was like, you know what? I really have got to make that appointment. And then I was like, oh my gosh, no, I don't. I can go on the appointment apostrophe website and do this right now at a time that's convenient for me. So what I did is I logged on to the apostrophe website. It asked me a bunch of questions about my medical history and stuff like that. Then asked me to send them pictures of the areas that I am concerned about. So I sent them pictures of like the brown spots that are kind of right next to my hairline that really drive me nuts. Well, within 3 hours, I had an email from a board certified dermatologist with a prescription. And it was as simple as that. I didn't have to go anywhere. I didn't have to make an appointment. They did all of the hard work. Get $15 off your first visit with a board certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash upside and use our code upside. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash upside and click begin visit. Then use the promo code upside at sign up and you'll get 15, off your dermatology visit. That's A P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E.com slash upside and use that code upside to get your dermatology visit for $15 off. Thank you to Apostrophe for sponsoring the podcast.
1: Dentists universally recommend electric toothbrushes because they're proven to be more effective. And that is true. Think about all of the things that are just better because they've got a motor, like a boat how long would it take you to get across a lake if you were just rowing? Now, how long would it take you to get across the lake if you had a motor? There's your difference right there. You know I love a good analogy. My Bruch toothbrush leaves my teeth so clean, I feel like after every brushing, I just left the dentist. It's Bruch, spelled B-R-U-U-S-H, pronounced Bruch. It's got a four-week battery life, it's got a magnetic charging stand, it's got a travel case, it's got a subscription program, so your toothbrush heads will get delivered to you automatically. And it's beautiful. It's so pretty sitting on your bathroom counter. I love my Bruche toothbrush and I am proud of how clean my teeth feel and how healthy my smile feels after I use it every single day. You can get 15% off your Brouche toothbrush kit and refill plan when you use promo code upside at brouche.com. Remember how to spell it, dot com. 15% off using promo code upside.
0: Today's quote of the day is... Life can become so complex that we forget the things in life that were meant to bring us the most pleasure.
1: Here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers and Kelly, the category for today's three random things, men. Men. These are all men related things. Number one, Cosmopolitan Magazine did a survey of women who are attracted to men and asked, What is the number one thing that attracts you to a man the most? What do you think the majority of Cosmopolitan magazine women readers said? Humor. No. That is first, second, third, fourth on the list. Eyes. Kind of. The face was number one. Okay. Uh, I am surprised.
0: That's really a weird thing. I'm really attracted to your face.
1: Your whole face, the whole thing. (laughs) Um, Maybe it's eyes because number three on the list is smile. It starts with face, then goes by personality, then goes to personality, then smile, then sense of humor. And for me, that's really disheartening because I thought for a long time that sense of humor was like number one. It's
0: number one to me.
1: Oh, thanks. (laughs) Did you just call me ugly? Low key? No.
0: No. But yeah. you're a funny guy. You're hilarious. And I love laughing.
1: Do you know what came in last place? You also have really pretty eyes. Thanks.
0: And you have good eyelashes.
1: Uh, do you know what came in last place?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Less than 4% of women polled say that they're first attracted to a man because of what? Their clothing. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Which I think, like, would you ever look at a guy and go, "Well, oh, he's really well-dressed? Like, and have that be the first thing you noticed? Actually, yeah. Really?
0: Yeah. Well, not maybe not that so much as if they were super sloppy, sloppily, oh, the or opposite? inappropriately dressed. Like if you were at kind of a nice restaurant and someone was in sweatpants, I would be like, "Ooh,
1: yeah." Uh, number two of my random thing: uh, men. It's really judgy for me, by the way. What? <laughs> it's. I don't think it is. If you're at a fancy, would restaurant. would you notice that? Yeah. And
0: someone was like in sweatpants, you'd be like. Mm.
1: If, the it's mark a, on that. if it's a fancy restaurant, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I mean, if the if the restaurant has a ball pit attached to it, where would you want? Yeah. But I mean, if <laughs> if if you're throwing down a percentage, there's the
0: rule: wear sweatpants anywhere that has a ball pit. Or, Do you think they're going to get rid of ball pits forever?
1: No, I think because of the, COVID. Mm, no, I hope not.
0: Because they were fun. Yeah. They're gross but really fun.
1: They're fun until you realize, you know, how many band-aids live at the bottom of them.
0: That and they're fun until you realize about the germs and they're fun until the one kid that's too rough, like pelts you in the face with one of them.
1: Yeah. Or jumps right on you thinking he's being funny or whatever. Yeah. All right. uh, My second random thing is men worry The number one worry of man, of a man, why are words hard? The number one worry of men, according to Men's Health magazine, is an unforeseen tragedy or disaster affecting the family. Mm-hmm. And I would agree with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the whole, that's a big part of the reason we moved from. That's our, true. Yeah. Our old house to where we live now because there were so many trees around the old house. And every storm, huge branches would fall. None of them ever hit the house, but it just made me so nervous. It freaked
0: Jeff out so bad.
1: Bringing in Ellie home. Yeah. With all those trees. Uh, ruining a relationship is number two. Getting old is number three. And finally, I am in the 37%. Okay. 63% of men name their downstairs friend. Like, have a name for it. Really? Yes. 63% of men. I have known guys who have done that.
0: And they tell you?
1: And Oh, yes. They tell
0: other guys? Yes. That's weird.
1: Yep. So I feel like that
0: would be a secret that I would keep to myself.
1: No, no. They're very proud of it. So they would say, oh. I went to – this is so – this is such a – whatever. I <laughs> I worked with a guy – who worked at the radio station and he named his downstairs friend Pickle. Ew. It was the most disgusting. That is
0: disgusting. It was
1: the most disgusting thing.
0: And here's my question. Why?
1: I have no idea. I have zero. That's so bizarre to me. Yeah. Pickle. So, and I will never.
0: Way to pick a manly one. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> no. Uh those are my three random things with apologies.
0: Wow, I'm still Yeah. That one's got an aftertaste a little bit. I'm like, that's
1: was wow. a, was that a sour pickle?
0: I'm <laughs> somebody listening is laughing at you really hard right now. I did it. I cut Ellie's fingernail since the great um fingernail incident. That happened last week.
1: I didn't, for some reason, I didn't realize that when you, when you accidentally clipped her skin, you were only halfway through. For some reason, I thought it was the very last finger you were cutting. So after you pointed that out, I did notice that four fingers on one hand were like long.
0: So long. It was actually like the fifth finger. So she had one whole hand that wasn't done. Plus well, six fingers, not that. Cause when I, I cut her before I could actually clip yeah. her thumb. Yeah. So I was almost sweating. Here's the thing. Jeff doesn't want to do it. I don't know why. Is it, it just cause you don't want to cut her or you don't like the sound or.
1: Two things. One, um, I'm really nervous about, I'm just so nervous about it. I don't think I would do a good job. Okay. That's number one. And number two I, this is a weird thing. I don't even know if you know this about me, but clipping fingernails creeps me out.
0: Well, I you've told me that you don't want me to do that in front of you, so I never do.
1: Clip, you clipping your own fingernails. Yes. Yeah. It just weirds me out, and I don't know why.
0: But you clip your own ones, right?
1: You see them. They're not. I, no, no, no.
0: <laughs> I know. They would
1: be curled around like the woman who won the Guinness Book of Records. Oh, my directors. gosh. I will
0: never unsee that photo.
1: That's an image that everybody has seen in their childhood, haven't they? If
0: you – yeah. How would we have even seen that? I don't know because it doesn't make sense that we would have seen it. There's a woman look up. If you've never seen this photo, the Guinness book of world records, longest fingernails. And there's this woman and she's like holding her hand and they're literally down to the floor. Uh-huh. It's the most and bizarre and thing. And they're curled around. I have never seen anything like it. I, that's one of those childhood things. Yep. Like it, it didn't scare me, but I will, it is seared in that brain. Yep anyway so i successfully cut ellie's fingernails i was talking to her the whole time going because i had her sitting in my lap so you and i was holding her hand i'm like ellie we have to be really still we have to be so still let's be still and she doesn't know what i'm talking about but i'm
1: but it, it it distracted her do you think so well obviously she didn't move her hand and you didn't clip her snip yeah her again right Oof, i was so nervous So good job. Congratulations.
2: Thanks. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount.
1: I think we've decided that our dogs, specifically Ellie, need... Our dog, Ellie. Lily. Oops, (laughs) sorry. Our dog, Lily... Uh, needs training right we've we've agreed on that not yes. one not one person called up and said we got our dogs trained and it was a waste of money it was yeah. it was a rare universe, unanimous mm-hmm. vote I do think I'm going to spend the maybe the month of April working with Ellie based on some of these videos that, that I've been watching because she gets it. And she's the ringleader. Like, Sadie's a follower. So if Lily barks at the front door, Sadie's like, let me see what's going on. If Lily ignores the front door, Sadie's can't be bothered, right? Mm-hmm. So I think if I can wrangle Lily, uh, I can solve a big part of our problem. And here's here's how I know she's trainable. When you come home, I make her sit on the couch and wait for you to walk up to her to to, to pet her mm-hmm. and she does so good right mm-hmm. and she's getting better and better and better at it so good that you came in the other day and immediate I think you had to go to the bathroom or something so you immediately went upstairs she sat on the couch and stared at the bottom of the stairs Aww. I forgot that I had told her to stay <laughs> and I finally had to I w- finally said Lily, it's okay. And then she jumped down and followed you. So she's smart. She's trainable. So I'm going to see what I can do with it for the next 30 days. 30 days. Yeah. Just for the month of April. Okay. And see if I can get her to be just less jumpy, less welcoming to our guests would Mm -hmm. be the most polite way to say it.
2: Yeah. Hi, Kelly and Jeff. This is a random phone call. But I just heard um, another caller give a suggestion of making a cookbook with all of the pick me up recipes, and I love that idea. I would definitely purchase one. Um, I love all the recipes that are in there, and I think it would be great to have it in one one place. And maybe you could come out with like a yearly recipe cookbook. That'd be cool. Um, and then also, oh, the other thing I wanted to say, which I know I'm late because you know it's the end of March, but I love love this month's show clothes. It's, Really, it's so great. I love him. Anyways, have a great weekend.
0: Love you guys. Jeff and I were in Philadelphia a couple of weeks ago, and we were walking around and seeing the city. And I looked down when we were standing on a street corner to get ready to cross the street. And there was this woman in front of me, and she had blisters all over her heels. Like her skin was torn up, and she was wearing flats. And all I could think about was, oh my gosh. I wish that I could give this girl my Rothy's. She should have worn Rothy's because there is zero break-in period, which is really rare to find in flats. Here's another rare thing to find, sustainability. Rothy's has transformed over 75 million bottles into beautiful shoes, amazing handbags, and face masks. Another major bonus, Rothys are fully machine washable, so I have washed mine about a dozen times. Every time I wash them, I take them out of the wash, I let them air dry, and they look like a brand new shoe. It's like getting a brand new pair of shoes every time I wash them, and I absolutely love that. Check out all the amazing shoes, bags, and masks available right now at slash upside That's r-o-t-h-y-s.com/upside. Style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites. Head to slash upside
2: Today. Callie and Jeff My mom's birthday is of March thirty, and I wanted to say happy birthday on the upside. Cause we love the show. Jeff and Callie just had to tell you. The not folding underwear, how's this? Buy all the same socks. Same socks, same color, same everything. All that you need. You don't have to pair them up. You don't have to look for a match. You're never missing a sock. You just grab two socks because they all match. It has changed my life. Have a great day. Love y'all. Putting up the clean dishes? Nobody said that in the top five? I will take trash out all day long and throw things out of the refrigerator. That's cathartic, but sorting and putting away the silverware, ugh. I'd rather hand wash every dish. All right. Love ya. Bye. Hey Kelly and Jeff, this is Lauren. I'm on my walks if you hear the wind, that's why. But I think what you should get for the three children is an I See Me book. My daughter has a couple of those and you can personalize it with their name in it. And you can pick whatever story. They've got a whole website full of different storylines. And then you plug in the child's name and then the child's name is throughout the book. And it's really cool. My two-and-a-half-year-old loves hers. We need to get her some more. And I think that would be a great gift idea. And they also, I think they have discount codes and stuff all the time. So talk to y'all later. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. It's Jenny. I felt compelled to call. I am listening to the episode where you're talking about movies that Ellie will need to see before she grows up. And I literally gasped when you said, Callie, that you have never seen The Goonies. It's such a good movie. You, you you need to watch it now, and you need to make sure that Ellie watches it too. Oh, and Moana is one of the best movies, so you got to watch that one too. All right, love you guys. Bye. Hey, y'all. This is Fran from Noonan, Georgia. And I want to tell you that on Saturday, I got the most amazing thing in the mail. It is a super-duper soft, cozy, wonderful gray sweatshirt that says, Weird is the New Normal. I am so excited. It is a sweatshirt, but I am going up to the Upper Peninsula, of Michigan in about eight weeks and I am going to be wearing it excited. Thanks guys. You can't be perfect without knowing what imperfect is. You have to experience imperfection at some point to go now I'm perfect. I would urge anybody listening to really, really look into what their definition of success is because it should be yours not other people's perception and not their definition. So a win is always a win when you know what it is to you.